Welcome to that one time I was abducted by aliens. My name is Bree. My name is Jamie, and we are two sides of the coin. Yes, so welcome back to another episode. Um, Today we're going to talk about false flags. So, Jamie, what is a false flag? A false flag is an operation carried out by a party or government entity that is made to appear as though it was carried out by a different party or different government entity. So lies. So trickery. Brie, yes. where where does this term come from? So the term actually comes from way back in the pirate days. Um, they would... They would show a flag other than itself, so they would either pretend to be the country or an ally of that country or area that they're about to attack. That way they didn't rose any concerns. No one really cared. And they could just go in and, like, bomb the fuck out of them. They could just show up and it was no one, and then all of a sudden it was actually someone that you should have concerned about. It's not really Sweden. It's... A pirate, and I'm going to rape you in your booty. Exactly. <laughs> so we, I guess this happens everywhere. This happens in our government and other governments. I think this people even do it to each other. Well, yeah, there's, there's definitely been, like, documented cases of false flags within our government and within other governments that are out there. Um, it's something that happens, but it's... People want to go to this place where, oh, our government couldn't be keeping secrets from us. If you just did a little bit of research and looked into some stuff, you would see. Mm -hmm. One thing recently I looked at today was uh, Operation Northwoods, which was an operation uh, back when we were trying to get into a war with Cuba. Mm. The CIA and DOJ and, you know, all our government entities put in front of um, JFK this plan of, you know, to hijack planes and bomb ships and do this and do that and try to blame it on Cuba in order to start a war. Luckily, JFK never agreed to any of that and it was definitely put to the side. Lucky for us, not lucky for him. Well, yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, well, yeah, because he ended up dying in the end because of it. Um, I mean, that's one of the many reasons he was assassinated. You know, he wouldn't... That we think. He w- I mean, <laughs> let's be realistic. He wouldn't follow in with the shadow government and do what they wanted to do, so therefore they assassinated him. Like, Anyways. Just, just, <laughs> he wanted to release aliens into the world. No one would let him. But anyways... They were cock-blocking him. Right, they were totally <laughs> cock-blocking him when it comes to aliens. But anyways, so yeah... Definitely stuff like that. So you, if you go and just um, research a little bit into the Northwoods operations, you would see so many similarities of 9-11. Like, it is baffling to see the two mm-hmm. coincide with each other. And you look at the things that were written inside of this report, you know, and you look at the tactics that they wanted to use and things like that. And mm-hmm. it's... Right. You told me and I was like, well, I don't get it. And you're like, the words that were in there says hijacking planes. Mm-hmm. 
And I thought... To oh. start a war, which is what we did with Iraq, you know? There's... When it comes to false flags, there's a lot of things that you guys need to kind of look at and recognize and how you can kind of consider something to be, like, a a false flag. Like, people, a like, trip. you know, no one wants to hear this kind of stuff that we're going to talk about, but, like, Sandy Hook, that was out there. So, it is alleged in the conspiracy, you know, realm that Sandy Hook was a false flag because President Obama wanted stronger regulations on gun laws. So he did something horrible, and then regulations on gun laws Wait, were done. so tell me about Sandy Hook, because I actually have no idea what you're talking about. Sandy Hook is where a, a school was, like, shot up by some dude. Okay. Yeah, and it was, like, an elementary school, and they had to, like, oh. lock down the classroom. Was that the seven-year-old or something that brought the gun? No, I think it was a grown adult. I'm pretty 100% oh. sure. I think it was just some crazy dude. Okay, so you're saying that... That might have been a false flag because they purposely... We're trying to, yeah, the, the administration or shadow government or whatever you want to call it was trying to make, you know, trying to take away our freedoms by regulating guns more than they already are. And so in order to instrument that, to put us in this place of fear, they enacted this horrible act against its own American citizens in order to accomplish something, which is just the definition of what a black Don't, flag yeah. basically is. A black flag. I mean, a false flag. <laughs> black flag. You got that from my <laughs> Thinking of pirates. Um, so yeah, yes. there's in order to accomplish a specific agenda that usually is going to benefit those that are carrying them out instead of the people that it's affecting. Well, and a lot of people say that the reason they do these things is because yeah, you harm a few, but it's better for the masses that we're doing this. And at the end of the day, when you when you think about false flags, what it comes down to is our government taking away rights from us. And you just need to acknowledge that they do do this kind of stuff. Like there are, they've, it's been proven that they do this kind of stuff. And for people to run around and say that, oh, that could never happen. You are so misinformed and you need to do research. Everyone just research your government as an American citizen and being like free and whatever the hell that encompasses, you should be able to look at what it is, you right. know. It's not Something, turning the other cheek no. and pretending like And what's hard about it, too, is especially on the internet, you see a lot of these people who talk about false flags and conspiracy theories, and so much of it is, like, you know, suppressed with inside of our media. Like, you know, you go to, okay, perfect example, false flags. I was like, we need to look up what false flag means on the internet so we can have a really good view and tell people this is exactly what it means. You know that false flags is not in the dictionary. I had to go to every other site other than a dictionary to look for false flags. Urban Dictionary, Wikipedia, Wikipedia, Realipedia, like all these different things, but not one thing was linked to a goddamn... Like, yeah, definition. A definition on, like, an actual definition on, like, a real .org or something yes. of what it could be. So you have to give it your own explanation because we the people. Yeah, I see a lot of these YouTube videos that people have that were, were, you know, a lot of YouTubers are talking about being suppressed because they're talking about things like 9-11. And then, you know, it's not getting any hits. And, what, and when they try to Google it, their names aren't coming up. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many different things and so many layers to it. It's all about doing research and finding those weird corners of the internet that have this truth that's out there that people just don't want to talk about. Yeah, so before we get started to our biggest and first example of what a false flag is, I would like to put out there now that Jamie and myself both, regardless of what we feel, we don't in any means want to offend anybody um, or anyone that could be affected by 
this particular event in time. This was is, a huge tragedy, and we're absolutely. not trying to make fun of it. No. We're not trying to discredit the people who were not involved in it or anything like that. Not at all. We just want people to look at it from every angle possible and right. not just the angle of what the media gives you. Because we really just don't want to anyone to be afraid to even look at that part. Um, even just to question it. I mean, everyone knows it was a disgusting and horrible event and lives were lost that should not have been lost, period. But it's what are the reasons behind that? And we don't want to take away from anyone that fought and anyone that died. By anything that we're going to say now is nothing towards... The victims victims, or the victims' families or anything like that. We don't mean this in a bad way. We just want people to look at the facts as they actually are presented. The the facts that the mainstream media won't show you or won't talk about, won't investigate. Right. And so, you know, I mean, not even to bring up just motive or who it was painted to be by. We're just talking about the facts that is not being spoken about. So, again, we just don't want to offend anyone or to seem like we're ungrateful Americans or anything like that. Um, If anything, I think maybe we even care so much as to look into it. Well, I think, too, that if, you know, if if this attack was done by something other than what the government says happened, the people who orchestrated this or, you know, planned this, if they're not being punished— they should be because Absolutely. people's lives were lost. You know what I mean? And to maybe blame it on somebody who didn't do it, that there's no justice in that. You know what Correct. I mean? And like, if I had somebody I knew who died in that and they, and I found out years from now that like all of it was a lie, I would want the people who really did it to be brought to justice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's an excellent point. Yeah. So it's not to take away from the event, but even just to bring to light who is responsible. and Yeah, and, and, you know, and, and just having more understanding of it. You know, we live in this world, you know, this big brother world where there's cameras everywhere and this everywhere. And the government listens to us and they stop terrorist acts. But there's this terrorist act that happened that on so many levels should have been caught mm-hmm. yeah. and wasn't, you yeah. know. And it just, it doesn't make sense when it starts to add up. Personally, it's like disgusting and... So, let's just get it out there. Obviously, we're talking about 9-11. 9-11. I mean, I think that's the biggest false flag, the one that definitely got a lot of people more looking into what false flags are. Yeah. And then, so those that even know the term on themselves, everybody knows, oh, yeah, 9-11, that's just, that's just known. It's just okay, obviously. And it's not just to say, oh, obviously, we did it to ourselves, but it's just looking at it from almost like, a neutral zone and just looking at the facts, what it comes down to. So let's just start off with like, you know, maybe the most obvious part of 9-11 and we'll talk about the towers that went down after the planes crashed into them. Um, and just the sheer lack of science there was mm-hmm. when it comes to how those buildings fell. Yes, absolutely. So when we look at them, um, it's identical to when there's a controlled demolition the way that the towers just really disintegrated on top of itself especially building number seven building number seven oh that's like a whole nother yeah that's not even like okay that went down identical to the tower the two towers i'm sorry except building seven was across the street and it did not drop until seven hours later after the initial 
hit. And it crumbled in two point, I'm sorry, 6.5 seconds. And not only that. Free fall, just But there was a, um, I want to say maybe British or European. Oh, it was like BBC. BBC or something was covering, you know, the towers. And the guy had went on and he said, you know, Building 7 just went down. And then they cut to the girl who has, like, a live feed of New York, and the building wasn't down. It was, I think, I, I'm honestly, I should have double-checked, but I want to say that they reported that the that um, Building 7 fell 20 minutes. Before it actually did. Before it yes. actually yes, fell. absolutely. Yeah, you can see the woman who's reporting it. The building is still intact behind her. Um, and that video's all over YouTube. You can look that up. Yeah, and it's... It's like that itself is sad because there were other buildings that were closer to the towers. Um, yeah, you will see a photo or maybe a small video of there being a fire, like a fire inside, which was a small fire, by the way. But still, the building itself could have not have dropped at free fall just from that little fire. Uh, yeah, I think definitely what, what you guys should go and look at and research is look up just steel buildings burning. Yeah, that's the biggest thing in general. Is and that. you look at it, and these buildings burn all the same way. They look the, exactly the same when they're mm -hmm. done. They burn off everything but the steel, but the structure of it is always intact. And that's not what happened with 9-11. They're trying to say, you know, the whatever report they called it, the Patriot Report or what? No, that was the Patriot Act that no, they signed after. No, the report that there came out. There wasn't a report. Yeah, there was a report, like an official report, like a big book that came out about all the findings of 9-11 explaining what happened and all but this the stuff. But the sad part is, though, so we can really quickly just touch on the fact that steel does not burn... Our, I'm sorry, steel does not melt until... Well, so yeah, that's what I was getting to. So in this report, it was saying that what happened was is that the immense fire weakened the integrity of the steel, so the steel melted in on each other, causing the entire building to collapse. Right. Which doesn't make sense. Which I believe that it is, like, scientifically that steel can't melt unless it's 150 degrees Celsius and at pressurized... Um, what do you call that? Like the the air is pressurized. Yeah, that's and the reason that when when they're working with steel, they're doing it inside of these very incredibly hot small spaces because that's the only way to get those to type of it. heat heat levels. And when you had these big holes inside of the building that you can clearly see smoke and stuff coming out of, and you know people open windows, that amount of airflow would never create that hot of a fire. So what? Even the fire itself, if you look at the flames, the way it's burning, it's that dark, dark black smoke that's coming out. That's indicative of like a very low no burning flame. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that by the time when the towers had fell, there were no visible flames. The smoke had, had changed from light to dark, which meant that there was low heat, which meant that the air was not pressurized, which meant that there was no reason that... It would have crumbled on it. The way that it did, it would have never crumbled like and that. And I believe, like, the firefighter on the scene, there's video recording no, of it's, him. It's an audio recording. Audio recording of him saying that basically he was in the actual location where the plane had got in. And he said, they're two localized fires. We can knock this out in two lines, which is yeah. exactly what he said. Yeah, and it, this is something that's never really played or anything like that. Um, unfortunately, you know, him and who he was with did pass away, but um, he's, it's recorded on video that he makes it up there, and they say, hey, mm -hmm. it's only two, two small pockets. localized fires. We can knock this out in two runs. This is going to be nothing. We have this. And, and to go not. from something like that, and this is, you know, a, a fireman who's 
seen tons of fires. I've been in this situation. It's not like he was some rookie or something like Mm -hmm. that. And he was like, oh, this is easy. We got this. This is nothing. And then for everything that happened afterwards to happen just doesn't make any sense in our book. You, there's no way that someone who's, you know, an experienced firefighter would say something like that. And then it ending up the way that it ended up. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And besides the fact that the actual structural engineer for the World Trade Center was quoted saying that she built the structure purposefully so that it could withstand a hit. And she even says that it could be hit by two jet airliners. That she, she built that for eerie. a purpose. She, she said, she literally said that I built it for planes to hit it. It shouldn't have come down. Yeah, it shouldn't have. And that's what's really sad. And there's actually been plenty of books and other research behind this from other structural engineers that are saying, this is weird because this is the one time before and after 9-11 in history where steel has melted in a high-rise building like this. And the sad part is, is that even after the towers fell, no one was able to do any any type of investigation. They picked up that steel, they hauled it off. So yeah, what happened was, is all, immediately after all of that steel was hauled off, melted, and sent to China. You would think that... Such a oh, phenomenon. And by the way, they put GPS tracking devices on the trucks. On that all the trucks them that haul them off. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. So what's kind of so astonishing about it is like, think about it. You have this crazy phenomenon that happened. These two buildings, mm-hmm. the way they collapsed, the still building, the first and only time ever in history for right. it to happen. And instead of investigating it, mm-hmm. they destroyed all the evidence of it. And took it away. No one even had a chance. No, no, so no. So you like, would think well, if they needed to figure it and out. It gets even a little bit weirder than that. The company that was paid to clean up all the mess Mm. was a demolition company. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Yes, you would call a demolition company because... That's they they can haul things off and they can do stuff. Still, but the irony just, there. Yeah, like, it just mm-hmm. seems a little interesting that you know you look at Building Seven and you look at you know videos of uh, controlled demolition by this company, identical, 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 Complete free fall, just and it crumbles. very interesting that this demolition company that you know specializes in these controlled demolitions were the ones contracted to pick all this stuff up. And it's not like they did it for free. They weren't doing it for shits and giggles. They got paid millions and millions of dollars to get rid of all this stuff, you know? Yeah. Not to mention um, the day before the stock for our United Airlines and American Airlines, the two different um, companies, the two big airliners that were were used. Sold so much of their stock. So much of their stock the day before. And that was what was even crazier was... um, the fact that basically somebody knew. Someone knew. Well, it's, it was definitely an instance of insider trading. Another company that that happened to, too, was one of the insurance companies yeah. that knew they were going to have to pay out a bunch mm-hmm. of shit. Immediately, they, there's this there's this tactic in um, the stock market, like when you're you know buying and selling things. Uh, what is that it called? I don't remember what it's called, but insiders... Out, stand out. Oh, I wish I remember. Yeah, I don't remember, but it's it's... How it's described is so when an insider knows some type of information, what they can do is they can set up kind of like um, an alarm clock almost that goes off where they've at a predetermined date and time and price, Mm -hmm. they sell off all of their stock. So it's not them like in the room, like selling it. Like it's somebody behind closed doors who's, you know, doing the formulations and, you know, programs it to us, you know, at eight o'clock on nine ten. 
sell everything. Get rid of as much as you can. Yeah. And it's de- it's very indicative of um, insider trading and things like that. That's how they catch a lot of insider mm-hmm. traders because of situations like that. And let's not forget on um, September 10th when they had announced that $2.3 trillion. Trillion dollars was missing from our budget. That it was spent somewhere and they had no idea what they spent it on. And all of that just disappeared. Just disappeared. Just fell out of our pocket. It's just too coincidental. To happen right before 9-11? Yeah, absolutely. So many things. Yeah. It's crazy. And so those are just examples of the two towers and Building 7. Yeah, and some little, just just like the biggest things. Not even more the nitty-gritty that we get into but just some of those like those basic things that just you you need to just look it up just research it and look it up and then let's talk a little bit about pennsylvania Ooh, but before can we hit the pentagon you want to hit the pentagon no first hey oh no <laughs> pun intended so the pentagon uh the pentagon was hit by a plane so what's really weird about the pentagon <laughs> is okay let's just st- say <laughs> let's just start off with the pentagon it just so happened to get hit in an area that was newly remodeled and nobody was in. Beautiful. Okay. Then watch the videos of the government explaining about how the plane corkscrewed and corkscrewed and hit the building and slid into the building. Yeah, which is strange. It did not hit the building whatsoever in a, in a vertical hit. It pretty much looked like it had landed and, and then, then accelerated straight through. Yeah. I mean... This done by a quote-unquote person... It's so the terrorist that um, filled his flying shit the day before. The day before, (laughs) on like one of the easiest planes to fly on, that he could have done this crazy, ridiculous, like nobody could do maneuver to do this. Besides the point of where the where the plane hit, that it didn't even go all the way in the building, but yet there's no uh, actual physical proof of the plane other than a few pieces that could fit in your hand. There were no luggage. There was no bodies. Even the end, the tail of the plane. Yeah, there plane, was no tail. There was no wings. There was no cockpit. There was no gone. seats. All of it was was these little crumpled up pieces of metal that very ironically said the flight number. Oh, oh, and don't let me forget the fucking passport. The passport of the goddamn terrorist. <laughs> you guys. Oh, you guys. The passport of the terrorist, unburned, was one of the only things found at the Pentagon. It was just lying there. It was just laying next to the piece of plane that said the plane flight number on it. Everything else is just completely Everything no, else, there's nothing. Completely disintegrated. But that's evaporated. laying Evaporated. But the only two things that are laying there is the thing that... Tells you who did it. Who did it and what plane was used no for No questions it. to ask. No. no, there's proof right here. No. And then on top of that, there is a um, <laughs> a news guy oh, who boy. goes out there and he's on the scene right after it happens. Mm-hmm. And he says there is no evidence of a plane right. hitting the Pentagon. It looks like a missile. It was, there's nothing. And and then the CIA collected all, it was like 84 out of 85 of the videos. And then what was released was a missing frame. And now the only video that you can see now is, I believe, of like a Sheraton hotel or something. Yeah, it's like a Sheraton hotel, the parking lot or something like that. That's pointed towards the side of the Pentagon. And all you see is this really blurry, quick two second fireball. There's no plane. But you don't. 
there's see a no plane. plane. And there's other there's other videos that recorded this that the CIA came in and took, and you've never seen them. Yeah, and you'd think that. I mean, come on. They show us crazy shit all the I time I mean, just that alone. Just look at those little facts that you have, and it'll make you, like, what the fuck happened. Like, yeah. in the actual fuck, the, what happened the there. The Pentagon is the worst case. So then, now that we know how shitty that is, yeah, we can jump to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. So people have a lot of, what What flight is it? Flight? 93. 93. So there's a lot of issues with this, and what sucks is... This instance was, like, you know, made to us to sound like this very heroic, like, these people brought down this plane, this is America in action, and these are our citizens who are combating terrorism, and look how brave they were. Not saying that they weren't brave or none of it happened. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it was very portrayed to the media that, like, Mm -hmm. look at, look at, look at what happened. Look at this. Look at this. Look at Americans. You know, they didn't let this happen. This one was going for the White House kind of deal. that fuels our patriotic fire. No, like, it does, and it gets people on there like, yeah, American, let's get these guys. We'll do anything. Look at our own people giving our, their lives and stuff. But, you know, if you stop and think about where the plane was and how high up it was and them trying to make a phone call, and not just one phone call, but 13 phone calls that were made that were recorded on people's voicemails that you can go back and you can listen to now from the altitude they were at during during 2001, mm-hmm. there, it was... I think like a one in ten hundred thousand or something chance that one phone call would have made it down to Earth's surface. Yeah, not not to mention the fact that that itself also did not have a plane. Oh well, we're not even getting into that yet. <laughs> oh, we're just start, we're starting from the top on the way down. So, not only not just in this huge chance did only one. You know, one phone call get made, 13 of them got made. And all miraculously recorded on people's cell phones. And not just for like a quick second, but some of these go on minutes long. And there's people people who said that they answered the phone call from their loved one and talked to them for 5, 10 minutes before something happened, you know? Mm -hmm. There's just, it's no possible, scientifically... Couldn't have made those phone yeah, calls. Yeah, they did do studies on that as well. And they said that it was absolutely it's impossible. Absolutely impossible. Wi-Fi. So, then we get into the plane actually crashing into Pennsylvania. Well, there is no plane. Well, and there's also not really a crash site, let's be Which realistic. is really sad. It just looks like a completely empty field. You would see a line here of trees, and then all of a sudden, there's no trees. There's like this gaping hole. And it's a little bit burnt and on fire a little bit. But that's the only thing. And there's like a little bit of like an indent and like maybe a little crater in the ground before that. But if you go look up videos of planes crashing... It's not like some dainty little... Yeah. Well, yeah. There would be pieces of the plane, period. Everything would be on fire. It would have been embedded into the ground. It would have been this huge crater. You would have seen luggage and people and, I mean, all sorts... Nothing. Even there for was, miles, there, there should have been pieces. Nothing. Go back and look at the go look at the the news and go look at their coverage of that site of the people they're going through the quote unquote evidence. There is no plane. There are no baggage. There is no people. There is no luggage. There is no chairs. There is literally nothing. They said that the plane melted into, into the, the ground. ground. Like we're we're like we're a dumb society that they choose Sometimes. to not. No, but that's what it is though. This is our government basically calling us idiots. This is the government saying you're not educated and whatever we feed you, you're gonna listen to. Well, because it was so horrendous and we were so uh, individually everyone was so in hurt. Yeah, so that. fear-based that they, they didn't even want to look at what evidence was there. But it's 
go back and look and you will be astonished by how our government portrays us to be so fucking stupid that we would just we're just gonna feed it to them and they believe it and the fucked up part is you know all these news outlets are so controlled by the shadow government or whatever you want to call it that they literally this is all they reported so that's the only story you have and anytime anyone tries to make any kind of comment about it they're immediately silenced like their point isn't valid Mm -hmm. totally and it's really sad we are all affected um you know and i mean there's not this is the one event and i think history that has made that much of an impact on people's lives since then our just american in general we're completely changed our rights are completely changed absolutely that day it was just so that day changed the whole world magnificent it did and it's really sad and i visit so the one time i went to new york we went to ground zero now that it's a memorial Mm -hmm. and it was so hard to be there like I was just so overwhelmed you know I already like other people's emotions I pick up Bree is very sensitive and it was like even just getting close besides the fact that there is a million and one thousand security points you have to get to even to be where the memorial is on Mm -hmm. ground zero it was just I could not I was like I can. I don't even have words for the feelings that were there. It was just so intense. I wasn't even ready for it. No, it was such a tragic event, and and Bree's so sensitive that I couldn't even imagine you being there. Oh, I know. It was horrible. I was just like, it was like the frog feeling in your throat. I was mad. I was sad. I was all of these things that I didn't even know I could be. Mm-hmm. It was just all this flood of emotion at once that you it didn't know what horrible. to do with. And yeah. then it was like. You're just so focused on the pain that you don't want to think past to think motive. And I think that's why most of us choose not to look at it is because we think it's so horrendous that we want to just say, there's no way that we did it to ourselves. It had to be terrorists. It had to be, yeah. Because it's just too painful for us to look at. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a lot easier for people to just chalk it up to that and not, you know, bring up those emotions again or, Mm -hmm. or try to relive any of that or... Anything like that. But people do your research. Do your research. Look into things. The government is always doing things. Come on. Look at the Snowden files. <laughs> look at it. The things that the government has been doing to you that you don't know about, there's so much more. And everyone wants to say, oh, but if it's that secret, not all these people can keep those secret. You'd be real fucking surprised the kind of pe- secrets our government Absolutely. keeps from us. And people work so hard to get at these types of levels in their work. Especially with the government, they're not going to fuck that up by making something slip. Oh, yeah, or letting something out? No, no you've, way. You've worked your whole life, your whole like career to be at a certain point, and you just want to keep gaining that access. Well, and I think especially like in that, in that government world and that politician world and stuff like that, you do some weird shady shit. And once you start a little bit, it's a downhill slope. Yeah. So once you realize that all this stuff, what the government's really doing, you're so far in that you're like... I mean, that seems reasonable. Right. You know what I mean? I'm sure that they convince you. I'm also, you know, I'm also sure that, like, what you're saying, it's like, once you do one, I mean, what's the rest of it? Just think about all the things that, you know, Hillary Clinton has done. Don't even get me started on Hillary Clinton. And and not not because I'm a Republican or anything, but look into (laughs) Hillary Clinton's past and look into the things that she's done. Just recently, there was a girl who was, like, in some third world country somewhere who was investigating, um... Uh, human trafficking, 
Uh-oh. that had to do with Hillary Clinton, and she ended up dead, and no one will explain what? how she ended up dead or what happened or anything like that. Like, there's shit that goes on that you just don't know about, and if you make it vocal and you're looking into it, things happen, man. You know how many times there's so many of, like, re- UFO researchers and things like that, or all, the all these scientists who have, like, miraculously committed suicide? There was, I don't, there's this one dude, and I don't remember his name or what he did, but he was a scientist for something, and he ended up, like shooting himself in his car or stabbing himself or something and then like walking through a field and then shooting himself twice again and like right and and everyone was like oh it's just some it was a suicide and it was like you look at it and you're like there's no way this was a suicide right like you're crazy to imagine that Mm -hmm. and so to take that and go to something that is um present time would be these shootings the las vegas shooting that just happened And so, you know, obviously people are saying there's more than one shooter. So now that there's been a few people coming out with this and speaking up about what they saw personally, they've been wound up dead now. Yeah. So a lot lot of these people who have started to try to talk and say that, you know, there was more than one shooter. I was there. I was this. Some of them end up dead. Some of them are, quote, unquote, committing suicide. And that's the weird thing. It's like, again... Just people are just showing up dead for speaking. For speaking. Then there's uh, the crisis actors that you see. There was one girl who was all over the media talking about it. She happened to be on a Dr. Phil episode and has her own IMDb page. And, you know, you start to see stuff like that. What I suggest people do is um, people look up the interview that the um, security guard. For what? For Vegas? For Vegas. The guy who the first one to, to the shooter's room. Okay. He finally talked. I have yet to watch it. Um, I've only heard about it. Uh, I just haven't had time to sit down, but I suggest people look into that because that's going to be some truth right there that you're going to be hearing. We can do that. Yeah, we can do that. Um, There's a lot of different things, you know, a lot of what people are saying that definitely give me the false flaggy feel when it comes to this event. And one of the biggest ones I would have to say is the whole gun control thing. Um, There's a bill in Congress right now and in the House and in Senate and all those different things that is a bill that's trying to get pushed through to uh, control guns even more. And it just so happens that when this bill gets put up like that, all of a sudden this huge, you know, mass shooting happens. Shooting happens, right. And and not just any type of a mass shooting. A, this is going to sound a little bit crazy, guys, but isn't it a little weird that a white person shot at a bunch (laughs) of other white people? And realistically, and realistically... The only kind of people who are going to be at this country concert... White people. ...are a bunch of white Republican Trump supporters. That want guns, most likely. Yeah. Not to, like, stereotype, but we're stereotyping. We're stereotyping. (laughs) It's a little bit interesting that that happened. And then, you know, you dig into, you know, who the shooter was and his gambling addiction. And not only just his gambling addiction, but if you look at the amount of money he spent inside of here, his Mm. income didn't cover any of those things. So he had some type of outside income source. And then you see, you know, the the money he was laundering before he passed away. And you just, you start to, once you realize the tall tales of false flags, you'll understand when an event like this happens. Mm-hmm. You know, what, why don't we talk about the the non-presence of a false flag when the elections were going on between Hillary and Trump. Mm-hmm. Did you not seem it a little weird that that whole time for like, you know, six, eight months, nothing happened? 
No that's shootings. True, that's true. There's no events. No. There was no There was tragedy. no shootings. There's no weather events. There was no trauma. There was no nothing. The whole world was so I focused on the election. I never thought about that. Then you, there's things that are coming up now, you know, stuff that's happening. And here all this stuff happens trying to distract us from the things that are going on. You know, all of a sudden Trump talks about, you know, nuclear warfare with North Korea. And then all of a sudden this happens and our focus is shifted away from that. And, you know, people aren't even talking about that anymore. Now they're talking about the shooting that happened. And, you know, you got you have to start being able to recognize, you know, the f- red flags of false flags. Mm-hmm. And even like with that, I was thinking today about how, um, you know, we chalk everything up to terrorists, but even terrorists do their own false flags. Like, oh, absolutely. In the sense where something happens and they immediately want to claim that they did it. Yeah, of course. And it's that like, happens no, with like ISIS. That's what happens with ISIS and Al-Qaeda a lot. Something will happen and they'll immediately claim it because they're like, oh yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, we were smart enough like, to do that. Like, be afraid, bitch. Yeah. I mean, even you, you think about, you know, Nazi Germany. Like, the reason they invaded Poland was a false flag. Yeah. The fires that were set and stuff just like that. Just to forget the people and give them more reason. And just, it had nothing to do with them. It was it was yeah, the uh, own, their own Nazi government doing it to them. Yeah. And so, it's just, I mean, it's absolutely crazy, but I mean, you know, just question everything. Do the research. Don't always take the narrative that the media gives you. No, absolutely. And that doesn't mean, you know, okay, I just hate so much that when you look at alternative fact, okay? Quote, unquote, facts. That all of a sudden you're a crazy conspiracy theorist and now it's like your life is paranoid. You're just so paranoid and you're so crazy about everything. That's a whole other false flag on itself, though. That pisses me off. So what it is is what I think happens is is I think so if you research our government, there's actually government training modules and like um, packets and information that you can actually read that have been declassified because of the Freedom of Information Act, Mm -hmm. which is a great thing, which just an FYI, they still don't release everything to us. You can ask and ask and ask and they Mm -hmm. don't. But a lot of it has been done and there's actually training modules where they teach government officials to basically troll crazy conspiracy people where they have this course that they put you through this class where they're like go on the internet look what they're doing discredit them confuse them do this and do Mm -hmm. that and these are actual tactics that they use and so i think that when you know instead of taking somebody's you know opinion or or someone's research as a valid point and instead the government has turned it into anyone who talks about this is crazy so now as a society instead of looking at facts of things anybody who brings anything up is immediately labeled as some crazy any, person any type of narrative that is opposite of what the media is telling you that means you're crazy mm-hmm. if you even consider that oh absolutely it's like okay go on with your conspiracy theories again you're getting a little Wait. bit crazy yeah but when, and you know what i always say to people who want to say oh conspiracy theories i'm like you know what's a conspiracy theory that all media is owned by like four major companies yeah by absolutely. like four major companies all media everything that you get fed to you, just spoon-fed, sitting in your chair at home, drinking your goddamn Coors literally Light. Literally food, though. Like, they literally can tr- have... Oh, yeah, absolutely. They own gas, food, the banks. I mean, it's all coming I down to I mean, do we want to even talk about how we're not the gold standard <laughs> anymore and that how our dollar is backed by petroleum? Maybe and that's how should, the United States um, runs the, the next, world? <laughs> maybe another episode coming in time. Which is why we wanted to get into war with Saddam Hussein because he wanted to switch sell it to the, euros. He want, he, no, he did switch it. He sold his petroleum as euros instead of American dollars. 
Oh yeah, it's the whole one of the reasons 9/11 even happened. happened. Yeah. Was it's because of that situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get real deep into it. We won't get too deep because honestly what we want you guys to do is research it. We don't want to just tell you our opinions and our conclusions of it. We want you guys to go out and just dig even into it. Even though we and love look. to. Oh, we love to. Still, yes, do oh, your own research. To. Number 1, I think like our motto, our unspoken motto is question everything. everything question everything even when it's ridiculous even if it's a stupid question you know what there aren't as neil degrasse tyson would say there are no stupid there questions. are no stupid questions just stupid answers just, well there could be stupid <laughs> answers depending on who you ask but oh you know be uh, curious about things that's what our government doesn't want us to do do mm-hmm. the do the goddamn opposite yeah, maybe, question everything. Maybe for once, instead of being told what the story is, you find the story yourself. That's our biggest problem. We just sit back, we turn on the TV, and we wait for them to tell us what's happening, opposed to us figuring it out. Maybe looking at a few different outlets to figure out what that's it why, is. That's why we just turn on one. News that's station. why reality TV is so popular because they just want they just want you to feed everything. Just put the story right in front of me, and you come to conclusions for me, so I don't have to do anything. Yeah, tell me what the problem is. Tell me who did it. Tell me why, and then that's and then it. tell me what you did about it, and let's call it a day. But the sad part is, is yeah. if you look at a lot of these like news stories and stuff, like really go back and think in your mind. Do you ever get a real conclusion on what really happened? That's what you told us. Never. Like, think about just the shooting that's happened. The guy killed himself. You're never going to get an answer to why. You know what I mean? It's true, though. Yes, it is. That's true. We don't always get the answer. But the point is, just keep asking the question. Don't let someone else ask and tell you. No, absolutely not. And I think that maybe we need to take a step back And where you find yourself maybe having some types of judgments or fears for people on how they look or what their religion is, does that come from maybe a storyline that you were told from the media? Were they really even to blame for all these things that you think happened? Like maybe these people aren't even your enemy. You were told that they were your enemy. Well, it's just, you know, the government, again, trying to just make us live in fear so we're so much more easily controlled. Yeah. You have to remember, the government for years did research on mind control. You can't assume that they didn't come to some mm-hmm. sort of an conclusion and aren't using it right. you know right. if they did come to a conclusion and they are using it they're mm-hmm. using it without our knowledge absolutely so just to wrap this up i would like to end on a high note and high say note. that everything needs to come down to love and acceptance and that's even accepting the shadow government then make your changes absolutely i think that's a great note to end on miss Bree. i do too thank you for listening everybody thank y'all Thank you so much. Um, please check us out on Instagram at that one time I was abducted. And also send us an email on that one time I was abducted at gmail.com. Yes, please. Please write to us. We're really, really interested to hear some individual stories. Um, I don't think we've heard as much as we would like to. You know, we've gotten a few, thing, few things here and there. I will say we had someone. I'll keep them anonymous. Um, but I had somebody Snapchat me oh. about listening to our uh, podcast. I sent it to you, remember? Yeah, and it's a girl. Person story with her mom yeah so there's a girl who i know when i lived up in washington and um her mom growing up like had this huge telescope and was like all into space and like didn't really talk about it but every night would go out and and, you know look at the sky and stare and watch and you know bought this like Like thousands and thousands of dollars you know for this telescope and then all of a sudden one night she stopped put the telescope away and never talked about it again you know 
what happened? And she just, I don't know. I just put it down. I don't remember why. And has like no recollection of anything or what could have happened. And immediately as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh my God, the possibilities it could be. Yeah. Was so she abducted? Things. Did something happen? Like, did she see something? And then they wiped her memory? Like exactly. so many things. Those are the kind of Call stories. Memory wipe. Yeah. Those are the kind of stories we want to definitely hear We're from you guys. We're desperate to hear from you guys. And also if like, if anyone just wants to get on and just um, be interviewed or anything like that. Tell us your stories. That's what we want to know. We want you to hit us up and we'll be so glad to interview you guys. Absolutely. Um, we want to hit the individual person that's listening and what do these things mean to you? Because they mean so much to us and they've affected our lives so greatly that obviously then we've decided to make a podcast. But not only that, that's just that's what our life is. Maybe if you're too afraid to come on the podcast and talk, something you could do we think would be really cool is me and Brie have started making these videos videos on Snapchat with filters about that one time I was abducted by aliens. Yeah. So if you guys definitely want to do some funny ones and send them to us, we would love to post them we on our Instagram. Post, yeah. We would Please love to send them up. to us. Absolutely. Even if it's just ridiculous. Even if it's stupid, laugh. yeah. Something that makes us laugh, we're totally in. We want to yeah. share this with the we world. We want to throw your face up on there too. So yeah, Absolutely. be sure to hit us up. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for all the love we've been getting. Um, it really, really makes us happy just Absolutely. to know that we can just throw some crazy shit out there and there's so much truth in it and it's just our truth, but I mean, ultimately we're just continuing the conversation. So thank you everyone who's listening and we will talk to you next week. We'll talk to you guys next week. And Robert, you're a piece of shit. Robert. One of my friends. He listens to every episode. Sick. I told him I'd shout him out. Robert! He's like, he's like, are you going to say something nice about me or are you going to call me a fat piece of shit with a small dick? <laughs> <laughs> Sneak peek for next episode. Someone tried to get us to join a cult. <laughs> yeah. Believe in UFOs, but don't form a cult about it. Okay, bye guys. Love you. Good night. Love you. Good night.